Hey, Mike. Hey, Kyle. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. Getting ready for work tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, you you're still going into the office? Yeah. Yeah. We have to wear masks though again. Yeah, we uh we do too. Yeah. Are you back at work or are you still at home? Or do you have uh, the option? Uh, we we have the option, um, but we're supposed to be like transitioning to like one day a week in the uh, office. Um, so I, I that's I think that's the plan until further notice. But yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they'll. At some point here, they'll probably just say, no, just stay home. <laughs> <laughs> Is it getting bad out there? Yeah, our our um, county um, specifically is uh, was one of the ones identified by the CDC. So we uh, uh, so our our county is one of the higher higher ones in uh, Illinois, I guess. Yeah, so. ours is one of the higher ones in Colorado too. Yeah. Fun stuff, man. Yeah, I know. And uh, I was just, uh, we were just in Florida, so it, it, and it was crazy down there, too. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, but luckily we were able to stay away from most people, so I don't think we had any concerns. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Commandy One. Yeah. I think pretty good. Uh, Commandy One with 35.5%. The next one was Batman Aliens with 29, and then everything else was lagging. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of thought Batman Aliens would get some votes. Yeah, I got quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, Batman Arkham Asylum came in third and Death Blow came in dead last and there were uh, <clears throat> 31 votes. So is yeah, this your first yeah. time that you read Commandy or have you read it before? No, this is this was my first time. Um, uh, I had read uh, just some of the some of the one-off stories with, you know, that have Commandy in them, but this yeah. was first time reading Kirby's uh, Commandy, which uh, I, I have to say this, uh, out of the three that we read tonight, this was definitely my favorite. Was, yeah, I uh, think it's my favorite of the three, too. That's really good. Yeah, and this is one I definitely want to continue in, too, because I'm... Really curious to see uh, everything that kind of plays out for Commandy here. Yeah, it's, I don't know what came first, this or Planet of the Apes, but it's very similar. Like, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Even exactly. with the Statue of Liberty, like he's like in New York <laughs> and he's in yeah. a raft, rowing around, and you see the Statue of Liberty there in the water. Along with well, the Empire State Building and 
Yeah, and that that really it really does kind of make you wonder like what came first, because um, I could I could definitely see them kind of taking taking inspiration from from comics here. Yeah, and he discovers people like him, and they they run the other direction. He starts talking to them, and they're like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> And I, they, I would assume they probably don't, they probably don't speak the uh, same language. Yeah, I don't, I think they're more like Neanderthal. Yeah, yeah. Because <clears throat> cause the way he's treated when he is captured is, wow, this guy can talk? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he, he can, uh, he can use a weapon and he seems to be smarter than most of the other, um, peoples that uh that they come across but it's it's like uh um the the radiation or whatever from the from the great disaster um changed uh changed all the animals into like uh people pretty much where they they uh talk and and are the like dominant species yeah so he decides to go back to commandy which is his home where he lives with his uh grandfather right yeah and uh he finds he's like shocked because he goes in there shoots shoots one of the creatures or persons and it turns out to be uh a wolf Mm mm-hmm and then he's confronted with other wolves, and he he has to fight them. He he does find his grandfather dead. That they killed him to to take over the command center while he was gone. Yeah, and they they just they don't really think of of people as being like um, they they think of them as being like such a lower form of life an animal yeah yeah it's yeah. like inverted yeah so they didn't really even think twice about killing his grandfather he does electrocute the other wolf there's two of them one i think he shoots and then the other one uh he electrifies yeah. and then yeah. takes off in like a uh futuristic uh volkswagen bug (laughs) yeah 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 it's like the looks like the the volkswagen kind of like the volkswagen van almost yeah the big tires i did like that how um uh how kirby actually you know put some put some thought into commandy's name giving him the name of of where he lived the commandy like bunker um and then just kind of you know spelling it differently kind of like somebody would if they took it as a name yeah so i did like that how there was some some thought into the name so he runs into a a battle that's going on between the lions and the tigers it looks like yeah it's uh yeah, it's tigers, uh, and then yeah, the in the I 
the other ones they're fighting, they're like uh, leopards. Leopards, yeah, yeah. Leopards. Yeah. But the the tigers seem to be kind of the dominant uh, group. Um, at least they have the. Well, they're getting uh, ambushed essentially. Is their king is? Uh, yeah. Caesar is wa- walking right into a trap where they have a sniper on a rock, mm-hmm. and uh, Commandy saves him. Yeah. So he feels obligated, and he picks up commandy puts him on his horse and then they uh they battle <laughs> and then he puts him in a cage but he sort of treats him like well here he is he's a slave but he's going to be treated better than because he saved my life but uh mm-hmm. they put him in with the other slaves <laughs> his, his people is like oh he's just a human they just put him in with the others yeah and they bring him like a bowl of dog food. <laughs> and yeah, all the and others it... are fighting over the food like dogs yeah. would. Yeah, and it seems like they just kind of use them. They use the slaves to for like fighting in their arena. Yeah. Like fighting chickens or fighting dogs or <laughs> yeah yeah and then they they <coughs> they worship this old uh, nuclear warhead that's that's sitting there <laughs> on unfired and dormant yeah Commandy tries to break out but gets the hose for it they wash him down and clean him up and then put him on a leash. And then take him <laughs> to the king. And during that whole process, he sort of saves them because they were going to bring the igniter near the nuclear weapon. And he yeah. knows what it is. And Dr. Canis, who's a big part of the book, he's like a dog that's a scientist, mm-hmm. sort of saves him and uh, tells tells uh, Caesar that he would like to... Uh, to own or <laughs> to train a commandy and he agrees to do it. Yeah. And then he meets somebody like him, Ben Boxer in like an astronaut suit. Mm-hmm. And he's contaminated, so like if he takes off his radiation suit <clears throat> he's releasing radiation. Yeah, and I got I I didn't realize it until um until I think issue 2 or 3, but you kind of get the impression like Ben Boxer is like a prisoner here also. Um but they kind of mention later on that he he kind of sneaks in to see Dr. Canis like secretly. So like the the tigers don't even know that he's in there. Yeah, they don't know. Yeah. They just think Commandy's in there. Mhm. And then there's like a cool map in here that that kind of shows you like where North America and Africa are. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, and they um 
they don't give you all the information about uh, about uh, Ben Boxer yet either. You you kind of learn some more things about him, and especially his why he's wearing that suit. Yeah, which is cool. So in issue two, it it takes off from one. <clears throat> issue three comes out of like nowhere. <laughs> it does, yeah. Because uh, it, it doesn't leave off where issue two ends. It kind of jump, it jumps a little bit. Yeah. And then, it, and then you kind of that that threw me off. Um, yeah, because it's like, did I miss three. an issue? <laughs> did I click on something incorrectly? You know. <laughs> Yeah, but then he does kind of bring bring it back and catch you up to what happened, which is cool. But yeah, in, in issue two, um, the the tigers the tigers come in right, and they they see Commandy and Ben Boxer, and they they uh, start attacking them, and that's when. Uh, they take Ben's um, space suit off or his astronaut suit off, and uh, one of them, I think, accidentally hits his little disc thing. I thought he suit. fell to the floor. Or was that, that a was, different scene in issue three? Yeah, that was a different scene. That was a different fight. Oh, yeah. That was against the rats, I think. Um, but in this one, one of them... Yeah, so Dr. Canis had told the tiger, keep your paws off that, you fool. If you press it, you're in for a rude surprise. And the tiger presses the disc. And then and he, he turns into, yeah. like, uh, steel around mm-hmm. his body. Yeah. They're like, get reinforcements. Don't let him escape. <laughs> and he's just trashing them. Yeah, and since um, it, since Ben and, and the group that he was with, the the, the group of scientists, um, they they were they were able to kind of like dose out the the radiation that they got um, ex- exposed to. Um, progressively so that they could their bodies could get used to it and that i guess is what that's how he explains the the powers that they got Mm -hmm. to be able to turn to this steel form whereas other people would either just be sick or die or you know mutated or something yeah dr canis has like an underground tunnel and he says you gotta leave now cause there's there gonna be more tigers here soon so they like leave in an underground sub which looks I, really I love, tiny yeah <laughs> I love that little sub it's so cool <laughs> and then it's so cool too when they go um, down underwater and you can see uh, the city the yeah old, they, well the they're above a, at one point they're underneath the water and there's a the tigers are right above them on the river. Yeah. 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 And underneath is all the buildings. And everything. Yeah. And that's where they have some rats with the underwater protective gear. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so the rats are still living amongst the city <laughs> underwater. And they think they got away, but as soon as they get out of the sub, they're captured by the rats. Yeah. And then you you see the two rats playing poker. Yeah. <laughs> and the one's trying to cheat the other one. And they bring him with the other humans who are like Ben Boxer. They're his research team. And they're they're wearing the same outfits that Ben has. Protective gear. Yep. And that's where <clears throat> the only thing Ben could do was to fall onto the disc because he was tied up. Yeah. So he just kind of fell on the floor and it pressed the disc in. And the blast freed Commandy. And then Commandy got the gun and started blasting away. And then the rats are after them. And the Ben Boxer and his co-workers or co-friends or whatever you want to call them, they all turn to that steel form. They're all activated. I, I think... I think they could only like be in that form for like a limited time because mm. of the radiation or something. I don't know what they were saying. Yeah. And the rats chase them. And then yeah, a hot yeah. air a weirdest a weird hot air balloon comes. That's not it has like a gondola but the balloon is shaped so strange. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it almost looks like it almost looks like the balloon is like flat or something. Yeah. But it's just a weird shape, I think. It's kind of like a blimp. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a it's like a lumpy looking hot air balloon. <laughs> it almost just <laughs> looks like a looks like a rock. Yeah, it's not uniform or anything. And they kind of have some ropes and climb to the gondola and then take off. And, and they're then supposed then to be—they're supposed to be going to the 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 town or the little encampment or whatever that the, the where they live. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and that's where it, it's uh, a little jarring when you start the third issue. Um, because the third issue, Commandy is now on his own, yeah. um, being hunted by this gorilla. I, uh, I've read this before, and I, I remember the first two issues, but I don't remember this one. And uh, Mike Royer is the inker on these books. And now he's with the gorillas. He's in Gorilla City. And they yeah. capture him. It's like he's going from different animal to different animal and being a slave. I know. Each uh, each animal species uh, captures him and t starts to take him away. And he has to keep trying to escape. And he's captured by these three apes on horses, and they run into another guy that is Chak. Is his name Chaku the Mighty? Yeah, 
Cha- Chaku or Chaku the Mighty, yeah. and he he like challenges him because he wants a slave of his own. And he likes that Commandy can talk. And then you have a biblical scene like David and Goliath. <laughs> yeah. He even mentions <laughs> the Bible in there. Well, yeah, because Commandy's had nothing but time to, to read, read in his bunker. Yeah. yeah, so he's learned all this stuff. He's learned how to be resourceful. So, yeah, he takes down Chaku, and then he he takes off running with all the apes after him. Uh, and then you find... Um, Ben Boxer and the rest of the scientists are um, uh, they're surveying stuff, but yeah, the, they uh, the, they sent yeah. they sent out Commandy to be like a scout, and yep. uh, that's how that's how you know he got lost, and they run into some weird looking like armadillo creature. <laughs> yeah, He's got like demon eyes. The... Like, it was, like, inside that cave. Yeah. <clears throat> and they found the uh, the Apollo project. Yes. The remains of the Apollo project. And that's how they meet up again, as Commandy goes into the same hole that leads them to his... his well, it leads them to, like, Vegas. <laughs> Which is yeah. strange because I thought they were in New Jersey last, but I, it doesn't say like how far they traveled in that balloon. That's na- true. Now yeah. they're 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 in Las Vegas, and uh, he's fascinated by all the casino lights and structures, and that ape um, followed him there, Chaku. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he ends up fighting. He runs into the Rockbuster, which is what they call that creature. And him and Chaku keep, they, they're fighting. And it looks like the rock creature blasts Chaku and takes him out. Yeah, and uh, the, yeah, then the rock creature has to fight with uh, the scientists a little bit. Um, and he starts to like melt melt the the cave roof down on them so they have to escape and meanwhile uh chaku uh wakes up and he brings bas- the roof down <laughs> yeah he basically says you're not gonna beat me i'm gonna take us both down and yeah. takes down the rock monster too yeah and it looks like uh it looks like in issue four, it's um, the the tigers are back. Yeah, because he's gonna eventually meet Prince Tufton, which I think is the son of Caesar. Ah. So Prince Tufton is like his buddy. Oh, okay. And Doctor Canis, they play a big part. Yeah, I yeah I definitely want to continue on in this. It was good. It was it was fun. It's yeah. Uh, entertaining read for sure and the artwork is great so i read uh, a couple of uh number ones i don't know if you got i read shazam and uh this one is not like the shazam that we covered like 
It's very different than the Jeff John Shazam. Mm. And this is sort of, I, I guess he's part of Titans Academy now. And you, you think like, why is he there as part of the Academy? But he's losing control of his powers. So like sometimes he has full power and sometimes he doesn't. And this and, is Bill. This is Billy. Yeah, Billy. But his his powers the others draw from. So like, mm-hmm. Freddy's back on crutches and sick because there are issues with his powers. So Freddy's yeah. like trying to get a hold of Billy. Like, what's going on? What's going on? And Billy doesn't really want to answer the phone because he doesn't know what's going on and Mm -hmm. uh, wants to try to solve what's happening. And uh, Dr. Fate makes an appearance at Titan's Tower, and he he doesn't know that Billy's listening. And uh, he tells him that, that the Rock of Eternity has been ported to hell. (laughs) And I guess that has something to do with the, Billy losing his powers. Um, so yeah. Billy mm-hmm. Billy wants to go on a journey into hell to try to figure out what's going on. And then um, I read uh, Superman, Son of Kal-El. And uh, that one was the best of, the, of all the books that I read. <laughs> I thought it was really good. I didn't expect oh, cool. it to be good. Yeah. Um, but man, Tom Taylor kicked ass on this. Yeah, I thought he was writing that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, cool. it's this is the one that stood out for me as being like the top of the stack. Hmm. Because it does really good. Like, um, he actually shows you like when uh, John is born, and it's pretty cool because like the Justice League is trying to protect an alien invasion. Um. And they're like, Superman, just go be with your wife. Go be with, you know, Lois <laughs> at the Fortress of Solitude. And Batman's out there in the Solitude. And he says, I'm, I'll protect this you know, no matter what. Go inside and be with Lois. Mm-hmm. And then the, the big concern is, well, well, the they're real concerned that she could lose her life. You know, they got like part Kryptonian growing inside her belly. Yeah. They don't know if she's going to die or not. But uh, they have the kid, and he's like a survivor. And then he's got like a really cool discussion with Damien. And uh, I don't know. I think he hit like every single note like really good. I loved it. That's good. That's cool. Has a little bit of everything in it. Yeah, I I just get more and more impressed with Tom Taylor. He's great. Yeah. This was... uh... I've always liked his writing, but I was like, I wonder what he's going to do with John. And I don't know. He, he did a really good job. Well, it, it's he for the longest time, he, he hadn't been able to kind of play within the, the normal continuity. DCU, yeah. Yeah. And he's still playing like deceased and other yeah. worlds in the previews. But yeah, he's got he's got this definitely. And now Nightwing. Yeah, there was a. Uh... There was something else that he wrote recently that was really good too. Um, I can't think of what it was. I want to say it was something we read recently, but I can't remember. Yeah. Well, we have a couple of questions. Oh, wow. 
and uh, one of them could be related to what we're talking about a little bit, but he says, knowing that you're a physical copy person with a little <laughs> digital thrown in, um, except on this show, we do do a lot of digital. Um, mm-hmm. What is your reaction to Substack and the amount of talent that they already have jumped ship over there? Have you heard about Substack? No, I haven't. Uh, Substack is like this digital platform, and uh, it it's it, it's to me it's like a Patreon. Like you pay a monthly fee, mm-hmm. and you get like newsletters and access to their comics and stuff like that. But uh, Tinian left DC, so he I don't know what's gonna happen to Batman and Joker. But uh, mm. he quit DC to go off and do this. DC offered him another three-year contract. Wow. But I guess this contract was a lot more. And I, I, I had no idea how much, but Rob Liefeld tweeted something like, for those of you guys that went to Substack for 600K, you know, props to you. 600K, yeah, that's a lot of money, man. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he meant like it was a total, like for several of them, or yeah. if it was just one lump sum for a few. Maybe but, it was uh, just one one person he heard of that got that. In terms of DC, I know Ram V is going, uh, Hickman is going, and Snyder is going, so there's, Hickman... some, there's some big... Yeah, Hickman Jonathan and Hickman. Snyder are—they're both going to Substack. Yeah. Wow. Scotty Young. I mean, there's some big names. I mean, that's like, well, I mean, Snyder and and uh, Tinian. I mean, that—that's like that. Just those two is a huge blow for DC. Yeah. So wow. I don't know what's gonna happen to Batman or Joker. My my guess is that. They either give it to Tom Taylor or yeah. uh, or uh, Matthew Rosenberger. That's or, the thing, Tom yeah. Taylor. Tom Taylor will be put on everything now. Well, good for him. I I, I mean, I hope so. I hope he starts making bank. But yeah, uh, we'll see. But they do they do have a bunch of new writers that they have on on series, which is great. Um, Joshua Williamson has taken over more stuff and Yeah, Matthew Rosenberger or Roseberger, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, there's another guy too that's that's got a few, I think. Um uh, Yeah, they got I... several. I'm sure they'll get several. Like Tom Taylor's he's kinda like tin Tynan right now. He's He's got some book at Boom. Yeah. Um, he's got a mini series at Marvel, like a major event. And then he's got Nightwing and this one, Superman, Son of Kal-El. Mm-hmm. And that leads us to Superman and the Authority. So this one... It looks like the authority is going to be in it because it has a at least Midnighter on the cover, and yeah, I thought one, I thought one of them was Jonathan Hawksmore, you know the barefoot dude. But that's what I that's who I thought it was too. But yeah, it yeah, it was. Yeah, that's Manchester Black. Black. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I love Manchester Black. A matter of fact, 
um, the JLA series, uh, which was Grant Morrison, was given mm. over to uh, J- Joe Kelly, and uh, that was my favorite run of the JLA. I loved it. We read we read that one, right? Yeah, I think we read yeah, we that. Did. One. Yeah, we read the pla- a lot of Plastic Man era with that. Yeah, and he, he did that. Um, he did mm-hmm. the Manchester back. He did the Justice League Elite. Uh, and Manchester Black was part of that Justice League Elite. And That's he's, right. He's like a, he's like a shade of gray like character. Like he could do good stuff, but he could do bad stuff. And uh, he's got his own like principles that he yeah his own agenda too. By. Yeah. This but... one's really confusing though in terms of. Where are we? When are we? Mm-hmm. And who who's all involved? Like, I think it's it's an early flashback to like the Kennedy years and Superman's yeah. around, and then it flashes forward to Manchester Black. And it says now, but you don't know when yeah, now. Yeah, when is. now is. <clears throat> My favorite part of this book is manchester black the way he's written mm-hmm. um his yeah. dialogue is really good like he's he's definitely true to character that he's always been he's got that like constantine attitude mm-hmm. and uh he gets taken out or injured and uh then you find him in the fortress of solitude kind of like on a. Some kind of Mobius chair where he's he's like it's, handicapped. Yeah, and the chair it's is like, like repairing his body. Yeah, because he's like he, paralyzed. He doesn't know that. He's like Superman. Are you getting a kick out of this? You know, watching him <laughs> suffer. And yeah, he goes, and well, you're he healing, and he's to... like in pain. <laughs> Yeah, he tries to make he tries to spin it to where Superman is like the bad guy, and Superman um, hurt him, and by by helping him, he's hurting him, and that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, we we don't really see any of the other members of the Authority, but it this is pretty much Superman. Um, tracks down manchester black um because he wants his help in trying to um make the world a better place he he thinks that manchester black um can help get can help him and and do what he he promised uh president kennedy he would do and there is an interesting um scene there with Ursa and a couple of members that are in the Phantom Zone. Yeah. The Phantom Zone was like getting ready to break through and he needed Manchester Black to help him stop it and and Manchester like doesn't want to and starts leaving because um, once his body's better he can walk so he starts leaving and so Superman has to try and take on all these Kryptonians breaking out of the Phantom Zone. Um, but then, of course, uh, Manchester Black comes back and helps him. 
Yeah, I like the the dialogue between the two, but it's interesting why it's the authority. <laughs> like, I don't get that link at all right now, unless yeah, unless the name is just like like the the function of the authority, you right. know, like so so it's Superman be... and Manchester Black and whoever else joins. It looks like uh, right, yeah, Steel's daughter, um, yeah, maybe Apollo and Midnighter at some point. I can't tell who the female is on the cover. Well, it says Enchantress. Oh, is it? That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Do they mention her in the book? No, but like on on the cover I have next to her picture, it says Enchantress there. Oh yeah, I see it. It's very. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of faint. Faint. And you can't see the other the other girl. Uh, yeah, it almost looks like Mongal uh, from the Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah. But who knows? But yeah, I could definitely see like the way you explained it, where Superman and Manchester Black, maybe they're the new, the start of the new authority. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. Is this is definitely like an older Superman? Um. And yeah, he's like Kingdom Come Superman. Yeah, yeah. And and I feel like they don't really give you they don't really give you um they don't really give you I guess uh Superman's whole agenda here either. Yeah. Uh, so th- there were times where he was talking to Manchester Black when I was kind of thinking, like, who who should I believe, like Superman or Manchester Black, you know? Yeah, like, and this feels like a Black Label title. Like, it's not in continuity at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and it's Morrison, too, so. Yeah. <clears throat> it is, like, I, I have trouble with some Morrison stuff. Like, I liked him on Green Lantern, but there's other ones I don't like. <clears throat> And uh, this one I did like. Like, the writing felt very grounded. Like, I understood yeah, what was going it's, on. It's very it's very straightforward yeah. for him, for sure. So far. Like, yeah. it, it, didn't, it didn't get into that weird space. <laughs> the Yeah, and I think my, my, really, like, my main struggle, I think, with Green Lantern is... It, my my main struggle with Green Lantern are the names. Like, like he's got so many weird names in there. Um, I can't keep them straight. And and half the time I'm like, okay, now what what is this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you reading the new Green Lantern or no? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, I'm not getting it. Um, in print. Um. Mm-hmm. I'll just read it digitally. Yeah, that's one I'll probably wait for on the app. Um, yeah, because I've kind of been keeping an eye on the app to see what what gets Shows added. Up. Yeah. <clears throat> I wish they'd add more older stuff. They uh, they're adding uh, quite a few new stuff. Yeah. And the I, I... the interesting thing is, like, we could choose it's like we could choose a uh, static or hardware or any of that and we could talk about it and if you didn't even get it because the print is behind the digital in that case 
I know. I was just going to say that. Like, I'm looking at that right now. I just noticed that, like, Icon and Rocket are on here and Hardware. Yeah. yeah. So that's really cool. And they have the the Milestone Returns one-shot also, which yeah. I still need to read. Yeah, so that's sweet. <clears throat> so we, we got one more question, and... Uh... <clears throat> That one, the other one that we just answered was from Glenn Clark, uh, the Substack one, and then Chris Pfeiffer, he asks thoughts on the upcoming Black Man Black Manta miniseries. He says honestly, don't normally get the ongoings myself, but I'm grabbing this one. I wonder why he mentions that ongoings, because Black Manta is a miniseries, but. Not yeah. familiar with the writer Chuck Brown, Chuck Brown. or the artist Valentin Delandro. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, me personally, I never, um, I never got too into like the Aquaman world. Um, yeah. So I, Black Manta is not one that really stands out to me. Um, he's a really cool, really cool character. Um, I, that wasn't one I was gonna pick up though. Mm-hmm. I'd be I'd be more um, I'd be more interested in it like an ongoing as opposed to a mini. Yeah. But that's more of my preference. I think the DC the way they are now is if it's not Batman or yeah. Wonder Woman or Superman. <laughs> Or Flash or Green Lantern, any of the big names. It's like, we'll just launch it as six issues or yeah. less, you know. And Yeah, six issues, and then the writer will be lucky to get six. Yeah. By the time it's over. Yeah, I, I, I'm real into the Aquaman lore. Like, he's one of my go-tos. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, I think <clears throat> around the Jeff Johns, and they've, they've boosted up black mana to be like really beefed up and oh yeah he's vengeful super powerful and yeah. yeah and i've liked him he was even good in the movie i liked him in the movie too so I, i'm looking forward to this uh they, they are launching a new aquaman but it's not it's not a uh, arthur it's uh god i can't remember his name the uh the the character that was Aqualad in the Young oh. Justice. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's getting a mini. But there is going to be, uh, which is I think is an odd team up, uh, a Green Arrow and Aquaman, uh, mini series. <laughs> so is it so is it Ollie and a- Aqualad or is it no? Ollie it's and Ollie Arthur? and Arthur. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that I could see more. Yeah. It's almost yeah, like that future state really was going to be what Dan DeDio was doing. <laughs> and um, Jackson is the, uh, uh, the the Aquaman of the future. Because like, if you read Future State Aquaman, it was uh, Jackson and, his, and Aquaman and Mara's daughter. Uh, so okay. um, I, it, it looks like some of the remnants of what was to be. And, and I think this uh, Superman, son of Kal-El, was something that they were moving towards anyway. Yeah. Uh, in the, the next the... generation of superheroes, you know? 
and the yeah. next Batman was the next Batman, and, yeah. and and they said, oh no, we're not going to do that now, but we're going to do it. We're going to do some of it. <laughs> yeah, Gotham. Gotham really. Um, Gotham really is feeling the effects of um, Future State because a lot of the or all of the Gotham books are pretty much different now. Yeah. And Suicide Squad too, I think. Like it. Yeah. It was yep. really a link to that future state stuff. Yeah, because there was the time, the time travel, or the jump into the the other Earth, mm-hmm. um, in in the future state book, and that still, um, has impacts on the Suicide Squad book. So. Uh... Our last book is Blue and the Gold, and this oh, is yeah. written by Dan Jurgens and Ryan <clears throat> Sook. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And this one, this one is interesting. Like, I, I, I felt like I was having a hard time getting into the internet speak, like that's going mm-hmm. on. Like, Booster yeah. has his own like youtube channel and people are watching and commenting on it as Mm -hmm. he's working through trying to rescue the justice league from an alien race taking the justice league into space yeah he's uh, like uh he live streams whenever he goes out to fight crime and then ted cord is called in by uh skeets yeah because booster needs help And then there's that co- comedic banter back and forth. The beetle gets destroyed. The bug does. Yeah, and Booster's whole motivation is just so that the Justice League asks him to join. Yeah. <laughs> That's all he cares about. And this is Bendis' Justice League, because you you do see Black Adam there and Naomi and mm-hmm. the rest of them. They're they're captured, and they do rescue them. And the interesting thing is, is Booster goes off and Beetle they keep behind, and they're like, you know, Beetle, we really could use a a tech guy on the Justice League, and we want you. <laughs> and they yeah me and then he kind of answers for both of them yeah me and beetle will be justice leaguers and uh, we don't want beetle like <laughs> yeah i mean we don't want booster we don't want booster yeah, yeah. we just want you <laughs> <laughs> ted's so pretty then, loyal though like it yeah it, it seems is. like from his it wasn't as big of a deal to be part of the Justice League for him. He seems like he's going through his own issues because he was having issues at the beginning when Skeets called him. Yeah, he was. Uh, was he at his father's grave? Yeah. Yeah. So he turns down membership because they won't take booster and then he doesn't let booster know what was said during that meeting yeah that's his buddy he just tells booster that they've closed ranks for now they're not letting any new anyone new in 
Yeah, I wonder where they're going with this. It'll, it, it should be interesting to see what they do. There, there was talk about there being a blue and gold series like years and years ago, and it never yeah. happened. I wonder if that's. Um... I wonder if some of the ideas are what are, are what we're gonna see. Maybe that Jurgens had had. Yeah. But there is a greater, there's a bigger threat here. We find at the end this. Uh, yeah, the race uh-huh. that was capturing the Justice League. Yeah. Omnizon. Omnizon, yeah. Some sort of princess. I like the art for sure. The art looks great. Um, the story is very good too. I, I liked it. It just was kind of weird with all that techno babble during the <laughs> yeah, scenes. The live stream comments. Like some people want. They were Booster a joke. Yeah, they were some people want Booster to screw up and die. <laughs> Yeah, odds on which of them dies first. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like laughing my ass off. <laughs> and then some of the people are like, this is staged. These aren't even the real the real people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Butch and Sundance, they ain't. More like Abbott and Costello. <laughs> yeah. And then, then somebody's saying, who? <laughs> Zoogle it. <laughs> yeah, that's a reference you wouldn't see on uh, social media much as Abbott and Costello. <clears throat> unless you're unless you're my age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm, not, I'm sure a lot of people don't get that reference. Yeah. You have to be J- Dan Jurgens' age. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I, I thought it was good. It just um uh it's uh it, it wasn't it wasn't uh like surprising or anything really super fresh. It's yeah. uh it's be uh Beetle and Booster like we've seen before, written by Jurgens. And we've seen better, I think. You know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I even liked them better in that Justice League. Uh, what the hell was it called? Three thousand. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I don't that know was, if you read that. That was amazing. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah, those those books were amazing. Yeah, that was like Keith Giffen and. Yeah, uh, Howard. Was, that Porter. was a really yeah. yeah. That was a really good series. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what stood out to me. Uh, the most I think was Howard Porter's art was great in that. Yeah, that was Giffen and uh, Gem- Demetrius. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and they did bring uh, Booster and uh, Blue Beetle back in that series. I think it was the second season of it. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, in issue 12 of that series, you see the Booster Blue Beetle and Booster Gold are back, but for how long? And then they they were part of the the series until it ended in 15. Mm. 
And that was one that ended prematurely because Giffen did his, like, jokes in there, his, like, uh, inside jokes. And (laughs) I don't don't know if you saw, but the Inferior 5 finally finished on the the app. They put the Issue 6 on? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Did you read it? Yeah, I read it. Is it good? Uh, it was it was really good, but it's like, man, they like he 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 spends so much time like poking fun of them not letting him. It almost felt like an ambush bug because it was like they didn't let us finish this book. <laughs> it's got, uh-huh. he's like making fun of the whole the whole process uh-huh. rather than it like having a good climax with the inferior five and peacemaker. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. I, I'm looking at it now. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. I was wondering if they'd ever put it on. I'm glad they did. Yeah. They have five and six, which is digital only. Yeah. Unless you get the trade, the trade comes out soon. <clears throat> That series I loved. But they did change the artist on it, too. It was no longer Giffen. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of who it It's the Flash artist. I can't remember his name now. <clears throat> so, five, it still says pencils by Lemire and Giffen. And then six. Well, he, Lemire does draw the Peacemaker. You know, he he was drawing the backup. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, it's it's Scott Collins. It looks yeah, like. that's who. That's yeah. the Flash artist I was trying to remember. So yeah. he does he does have a good style. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so um, now we just have to pick pick what we're reading next time. Yeah. Um so for for current books, let's um why don't we do the uh do, do you want to do the the new milestone books that are on the app? Oh, sure. So we could do like the the milestone, milestone returns. returns and then like the first the Static. first the first uh, two issues of Static, and then it looks like we have one Icon. of Harper and one of Icon and Rocket. Okay, that that'll be good. Yeah. Because I think those are short. I think I think those releases are like one issue, not not one full issue, but a half hmm. of one. Hmm. I think I I I'm reading them in print. Like I started Static already. Um, I haven't read Milestone Returns, so uh, okay. I just started reading Static. I, a matter of fact, I was on issue two of Static right before our phone call. So Static, it looks like it's 23 pages. Oh, the first one? Yeah, that's what it says. Oh, so it's it is the whole issue. So they are yeah. they're they're releasing it like way before the the print copy. Yeah, and Icon and Rocket is 29 pages. Let's see. And hardware is probably very similar. Yeah, and then Milestone Returns is the big um, 
It's 46 pages. But Static, they have the two first two issues, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right, so we'll do that. And then I, uh, I want to do... I already know what one of my books is. Okay. Um, Superman 1987, 1 through 4. Oh. That's the John Byrne stuff. Yeah. Those are good ones. Yeah. I have my two books. Um... Uh, the first one is a is a repeat of um, so the first one will be Dead Man Exorcism one one and two. Oh, that's good. That's a joke. John, uh, I think, can't think of the name, but he does all the horror I, versions of Dead Man. I think it. I thought it was Mike Barron. I think it's yeah. Mike Barron's the writer. Um, oh yeah. The artist yeah. is uh, uh, he he drew some of Nightfall and I can't think oh, of his name. J J G Jones. Yeah, J is he J G right? Jones on that one? I think it is. Let me, Let see. me see. I was thinking Dead of another one. Exorcist. Dead man. Exorcist. Oh, Ke- Kelly Jones. Sorry, yeah, Kelly, Kelly Jones. Jones. Yeah. Kelly Jones. Yeah. Mhm. I like these. Uh, I these love are, that art. Yeah, that art is amazing. Well, uh, to me, the best dead man is this team. Uh, yeah. And, that, and that's saying a lot because you have Neil Adams and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I love that but, stuff. But this stuff but, is like beyond. Yeah, the, Kelly, Kelly Jones' style, I think, just fits. Fits the horror the, the, mechanism of it yeah yeah fits the tone so well it just makes uh-huh. it so dark and creepy i love the way he draws dead man and what's your second one uh second one is um this one is actually like a story arc that 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 spans different series so this one is and I found it in the um, like when you go to the uh, comics um, storylines uh, mm-hmm. section. It's the Green Arrow Brotherhood Brotherhood of the Fist uh, one through five. So it it starts with a Green Arrow Green Arrow one thirty four, and then it. And then the next issue is uh, Detective Comics. Then there's a Robin issue, a Nightwing issue, and then it ends with a Green Arrow. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's um, it says an order of martial artists called the Brotherhood of the Fist declares war on Green Arrow, Nightwing, and every other master hand-to-hand combatant in the world. So that one sounds cool. It goes through Green Arrow, Detective. What was the other one? Green Arrow, Detective. Robin. Robin, Nightwing, and then ends on Green Arrow. And it's all Chuck Dixon. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 
I know the, I read it because I have them, but I don't remember it. <clears throat> yeah, the it's the Dixon era for sure. So I'm gonna go with uh, Action Comics 591 through 593. Action five. Also burn. Ninety-three. I'm pretty sure I have those too. Yeah, this is the Superboy one, the Big Barda, and the Mister Miracle. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder it was ringing a bell. Yeah. The classic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. The classic. You wonder, like, how did they even get a, this through uh-huh. editorial? <laughs> I know, especially <laughs> back then. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I, I mean, nowadays it would it would even be like wow. Questionable, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. All right. So we're set. The the choices are Brotherhood of the Fist storyline, uh <laughs> Dead Man Exorcism, Superman, 1984, uh, 1 through 4, and Action Comics, 591 through 593. And uh, then we're going to be exploring Milestone. So we'll be spotlighting Milestone. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah. I've been looking at the (laughs) – I I keep seeing the covers of those, and I keep thinking, oh, I need to check those out. Yeah. I I'm really liking Static. It, it it's very different. The origin's very similar. Like we we just covered the what the first three issues or four, um, yeah, of the first series. It it's it's similar but like darker and um, you'll you'll see what I mean by that. Yeah, the it, usually I I feel like the the newer, more modern stuff usually kind of has a darker, darker slant. Yeah. I mean, he still but, has his, uh, his friends and buddies that are similar. Um, they, de- they definitely look different and his yeah. family's still in place. And, um, yeah, it's, it, it's, I, I'm very interested to see where they go, <clears throat> go with it now that, they sort of set what it is, you know, on the first issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm and looking have... forward to this. I wanted to, to, to mention that. I just wasn't sure you were getting the milestone, but now it's not you don't even need to get it. It's on the app. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's yeah. it's kinda nice for sure. Well, I don't know why they did that. Like uh I don't know what makes that different. Yeah, I, I don't books. either. Um, Maybe they're playing with trying to release early. I don't know, but I I don't anticipate like Milestone to be like big sellers. Like they're they're only like six issues each, and I don't mm-hmm. know what's gonna happen after the six issues are done. I hope they exist in some form, whether it just be in the universe. <laughs> Or you, you see static on the Titans or something, but I hope they they persist for sure. Well, 
and that would be a cool that would be a cool thing that you could run in backups to to other stories you know like if they did like milestone backups or something that would be kind of cool yeah instead of having midnighter who's more of a batman character in superman why not put icon who's like yeah like you know, the parallel a, yeah, yeah. african american superman <laughs> yeah that would be cool yeah the hardware's got a really good creative team, though. Brandon Thomas, Dennis Cowan, Bill Bilson yeah. Kevitz. Yeah. That that's my favorite. Like <clears throat> by a landslide. Like I was very addicted to hardware as a, a story. That was the one that really grabbed me too when I read the the when I started reading the old milestone stuff. Yeah. It just seems like it's deeper and richer, and I don't know. There's, like, all kinds of different things they could do with it. It's like, uh, it's almost like, um, it's almost like Tony Stark from, like, the the not-rich-guy perspective. Yeah, because he, he, he's working for somebody, like yeah, a white yeah. guy company run, and he, that guy is not necessarily... Um, a good boss <laughs> yeah so yeah. There, there's those twists and turns but he does grant him the ability to you know have a job because he's gifted and super intelligent like you said like a tony stark Mm-hmm. yeah he's, he's like an iron man that doesn't have his own company <laughs> yeah he's kind of got the he's got a He's he's kind of fighting the guerrilla war against yeah. the, the company. Yep. All right. Well, I'll get that post out, and we'll talk in uh, two weeks. We'll see what wins. Awesome. Yeah. Don't don't have a clue. Some people will have, <laughs> like, what what the hell is brotherhood? Like, I don't even know how to put that in the, the the what do you call it? The. Yeah. The, the survey. Um. Because. Uh, yeah. I might just put like SL colon Brotherhood of the Fist and see if somebody could look it up. But um, I can't really put Green Arrow. Do you know what I mean? Or maybe I'll put yeah. GA because it's the bookends. GA. Yeah. GA colon Brotherhood of the Fist. Yeah, that might and, be And uh, maybe. And then if somebody asks, then I can put it in the mm -hmm. what it is. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk to you in two weeks. I hope you have a good week. Yeah, you too. Don't, and uh, don't... take care. Yeah, don't work too hard. Yeah, I try not to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Take care. Bye. See you, Mike. Bye.